Welcome to Torah Imecha Parsha. My name is Michal Horowitz, and today we will be studying Parsha's Miketz. In Parsha's Vayeshev, Yosef is sold down to Egypt. He is bought by Potiphar, the chief chamberlain of Paro. He finds himself in jail as Parsha's Vayeshev closes, and Parsha's Miketz. Yosef's whole destiny changes, if you will, along with the destiny of B'nai Yaakov, the household of Yaakov, as Yosef goes from slave boy to viceroy. Today's shear is actually going to begin in Parshas Vayeshev because in today's shear, I want to talk about the topic of dreams. Today's shear is the topic of dreams. So therefore, we will begin in Parshas Vayeshev. So much of Yosef's life centers around dreams. In Paraglamet Zion of Bereshis, we are taught Yosef Yosef dreamed a dream. He told it to his brothers. So they continue to hate him. Keep in mind, they already hate him because he speaks Lashon Hara to father. They already hate him because of the Ksonis Pasim, the multicolored coat. They already hate him because he is the favorite son. And now he starts to dream. And he says, listen to the dream that I dreamt. And behold, we were binding sheaves in the middle of the field. And my sheaf got up and it stood up. And and all of your sheaves surrounded my sheaf and bowed down to my sheaf. And the brother said to him, Hamaloch, Timloch, Aleinu, do you think you will be Melach, king over us? Imashal, Timshal, Bani, you will be the Moshel, you think you will be the ruler over us? By Yusufu, Otsno, Oso. And they continue to hate him, Al Chaloma Sav, on his dreams, Al Divarav, and for his words. By Chaloma Or, Chaloma Cher, and Yosef dreams another dream. I'm in Paraglam and Zion, Pasuk Tess. And he tells it to his brothers, and he says, You're not going to believe it, but I dreamed another dream. And behold, the sun and the moon and 11 stars are all bowing down to me and he told his brothers and his he told his father and his brothers and his father scolded him and he says what is this dream that you have dreamt do you think that we will come me and your mother and your brothers to bow down to you to the ground and his brothers are jealous of him and his father waited for the matter Yosef even at the age of 17, is a dreamer. He dreams beyond the pasture land of Canaan. He dreams for grandeur. He dreams of the heavens. He dreams of sheaves bowing down to him. He dreams of material success represented in the sheaves. And he dreams of spiritual success represented in the heavenly bodies. And he dreams of rulership. People will bow down to him. His brothers hate him and his brothers are jealous of him and his father scolded him. But somehow Yosef never lets go of his dreams. And then at the end of Parshas Vayeshev, in Parak Mem, once again, dreams follow Yosef. Yosef finds himself in jail along with the Sarha Mashkim, the um, cup pourer, if you will, and the Sarha Ofim, the baker of Paro. And one night they each have a dream and Yosef sees that their faces are very troubled the next morning. There's no one to interpret their dreams. And Yosef says, interpretations are to God, but tell me your dreams. And the Sarmashkim tells his dream to Yosef, I'm in Perak Mem of Beratius. In my dream, behold, there was a grapevine, and he is squeezing the grapes into the cup of Paro, and he gives the cup into the hand of Paro. And Yosef says, this is the interpretation. Three tendrils in your dream of the vineyard represent of the vine, of the grapevine, represent three days. In three days... Paro will restore you to your post. You will once again be the cup pourer to Paro. The Sar Ophim says, sees that Yosef interprets correctly. And the Sar Ophim says, I also had a dream, says the baker. And there are baskets, three baskets, wicker baskets upon my head. And there is bread of Paro. And in the top basket, 
the birds were eating from my basket. Paro says, the interpretation of your dream is not as good as the interpretation of the wine pourer. You will be hung on the tree and it is off with your head. The birds will consume your carcass. And so it was. Uh, today's shir is not about the interpretation of these dreams, but rather about the fact that Yosef is a dreamer and his life focuses, revolves around his own dreams, the dreams of the cup pourer and the baker. And then we come to Parsha Shmikates and the theme of dreams continues in our Parsha and Parsha Shmikates because it was in Parak Mem Aleph and Paro himself has dreams and he is standing by the Nile River and out of the canal emerge seven cows of beautiful appearance, robust bust flesh, briot basar, they were healthy of flesh, and they were grazing, and then, uh-oh, seven other cows, cows emerged after them, raot mara, they are terrible of appearance, vidakot basar, they are of thin flesh, and they sat, stand by the shore of the river, next to the healthy cows, and would you believe it, but the emaciated cows consume the robust cows, like cuts paro, and paro wakes up, what kind of dream is this? And he sleeps again. And he has another dream. And this time there are seven ears of grain sprouting. They are healthy and good. But then there are seven beaten by the eastern wind ears of grain coming up after them. And not like happens in the real life, but in a crazy dream. What could happen is that the thin ears swallowed up the seven healthy full ears. Once again, he wakes up and it was a dream. And in the morning, his spirit is so disturbed and no one can interpret his dreams. And finally, Yosef is called from jail to interpret his dreams by the advice of the Sar Hamashkim. And Yosef correctly interprets the dreams and he tells Paro that there will be seven years of plenty where they must amass food and ration food. And then there will be seven years of hunger. And it is only if they are wise during the seven years of plenty that they will get through the seven years of hunger. Paro loves this interpretation. The matter is good in the eyes of Pharaoh, in the eyes of all of his servants. And Paro says to his servants, can you find anyone like this amongst who the spirit of God is in him? And Paro says to Yosef, after God has let you know all of this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You, Yosef, will be over my whole household. By your word, everyone will be sustained. Only the throne will be greater than you. I have put you, Yosef, for the whole land of Egypt. And power removes his signet ring and he gives it into the hand of Yosef. And he dresses him in royal garments. And they ride him in a chariot through the streets. And they call before him Avreich. He is young in years, but wise in wisdom. And Yosef is the viceroy. They give him an Egyptian name, Tzvanas Pa'aner, the revealer of secrets, and he marries Osnas Paspoti Perakoin, own as a wife, and he births Menashe and Ephraim, and Yosef is the viceroy who will get Egypt through the years of famine by sustaining them and amassing food and rationing during the years of plenty. I want to talk about this idea of dreams and how dreams follow Yosef from the time he is 17 years old, a young lad. Nobody believes in Yosef. His brothers hate him. His mother has died when he was a young boy of eight years old. He has no friends. He is sold all alone on the slave block to Egypt. He is attempted seduction by Aisha's Potivar. He is in jail for 13 years. And Yosef never gives up on his dreams. 
Hamaloch timloch aleinu, Hamashol timshol banu. The brothers say with disgust, with hatred, with jealousy. Do you think you will be king over us? Do you think you will be ruler over us? Vayigar bo aviv. His father chastises him and scolds him. And yet Yosef is followed by dreams wherever he goes, from the pasture land of Canaan to the jail of Potiphar to the palace of Paro, the most powerful man in the ancient world. Yosef is followed by dreams. There's an important Musar Haskell from this. Sometimes in life, a person might dream big, and yet everyone around them thinks that those dreams are impossible. Your dreams will never come to fruition. What you hope and long for, what you set your sights on, is too grand for you. I still remember when I was in Brooklyn College for my bachelor's and master's degree in audiology, master of science, our professor, Dr. Adrian Rubinstein, told us that at the first conference on cochlear implants, one of the lead researchers, the lead audiologist in the field stood up and he said, quote, and I wasn't even teaching that, and it was a long time ago, but boy, did this stick in my mind. On one of the first conferences on cochlear implants, today deaf people can function like hearing people in a very noisy, busy world. And the lead researcher in the field stood up and he said, quote, this will never work. And if you know any successful cochlear implant user today, you will know that, thank God, the developers and designers of cochlear implants did not give up on their dreams. Because while everyone else may have scolded and laughed and scorned and mocked, it's very important that we have visionaries, that we have dreamers. If not for dreamers, but we have Medina Yisrael today. Although avda tikvatenu ha-tikva batshnot apayim. For 2,000 years, we are people who has never given up on our dreams. Liotam chafshi be'artzenu, be'aretz tzion, Yerushalayim. Despite all the exiles, all the servitude, all the proverbial jails and literal jails we have been in, just like Yosef. We always believed in our dreams as a people, as a nation, and hopefully as individuals. And even if the whole world laughs at us and mocks us and scorns us, we know that one day, Be'ezor Hashem, the ultimate dream will come true. Be'shuv Hashem ha'shiv ha'tzion ha'yinu k'cholmim az yomalei yishok pinu u'l'shreneinu rina az yamu v'agoyim higdil Hashem la'asosim e'la higdil Hashem la'asosim manu ha'yinu semechim at the end of days, we will be like dreamers when God returns our captivity from Zion and the nations of the world will say, God has done great things with these people. And like Yosef, we suffered scorn, hatred, derision, mocking, persecution, jail, even worse, throughout the millennia of our history. But like Yosef at Sadiq, who leads us into the first national exile, our people ever faced, we must always hold on to our dreams, just like Yosef did. This will never work, said the lead researcher, audiologist in the field. And today I can personally tell you that Baruch Hashem, how very wrong he was, because as long as we hold on to our dreams, and of course, Davin with great siyata deshmaya, but Ezra Hashem, one day, with the ultimate Geula, the ultimate Yeshua, there will once again be shalom for our people and our land. As long as we keep dreaming, despite the terrible odds, because your Shalom doesn't believe in odds and doesn't believe in statistics, 
Hamaloch Timloch Alenu, Hamashol Timshol Banu. And Yosef was able to say, Yes, in fact, you may mock me now, but one day I will be the ruler, and one day I will be the king, and one day redemption will come. I thank you for learning with me. This is Michal Horitz and Be'ezrat Hashem. We will resume next week. I wish you all a wonderful day and a good Shabbos.